0: Five, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engines running, commit
1: off Hey, good afternoon and welcome to SWAT Radio. It is Wednesday, December 14th. 14th, that's my wife and I's favorite number, 14, I love that number. Anyway, um, I uh, am glad to have uh, my good friend and SWAT brother, uh, Craig Henderson, in the studio today. Craig, welcome back to sitting in the seat across from me, brother.
0: Hey, thank you very much, Doug. It's a pleasure. I'm very excited to be here today.
1: Yeah. um, You uh, just got back from a mission trip, right? Yeah, yeah. You were down in uh, Guatemala?
0: Northern Guatemala. Yeah. Yes. And, and
1: then... uh, you didn't bring back any kind of revenge stuff, right?
0: <laughs> no, nothing at all. That's... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't drink the water down there, did you? Uh,
0: not unless it came out of a box. <laughs> yeah,
1: there you go. <laughs> you, you know, and it's funny because that's really, it's not a, uh, it's not a derogatory thing. It's just that what it is, I've tried to explain this to people. When you grow up in our country, if you drink the water here, our water has certain, bacteria in it and certain things that your body gets used to. If somebody else comes over here from another country, their body gets used to the things in their water. And so you can get revenge in any country you go to oh, because yeah. your body's not used to those particular bacteria and things. Yeah. So, uh, it was just a joke, but what it, was your, what was your, uh, objective in going down there?
0: So, uh, I can I went down there with a local ministry called J one nine. Mike wired is the, the president and we were coming alongside a uh, local ministry that's in Northern Guatemala. Um, it's called A E C M A T, and the, um, The leader there is, um, he speaks Spanish and he's uh, a Mayan. And he has uh, worked with Wycliffe Bible to translate the New Testament into the Achi language. Wow. Uh, Pretty amazing.
1: That is. It's always awesome to go places where they're translating the Bible, the frontier areas. And you were saying he goes out to places who have never, they've never heard the name of Jesus. And God's people are out there, they just don't know it yet. And when they hear, they respond. Isn't that cool to be there and see that in person?
0: It's pretty amazing. And, and you know, with the with that kind of situation, where they're they're really villages, they carry with them a lot of different traditions. Or um, and he's able to go out and be able to share the good news of Jesus Christ with them, which is something they just haven't heard.
1: That's uh, that's really good. I'm, well, I'm glad you were there. And how many people went down there with you?
0: Uh, there were three of us. There was um, Mike Wired, and then Mark Anderson and myself.
1: Hmm. So. Well that's that's awesome. Well I am uh, I'm glad you're back safe. Glad it was successful, and hey, if you're just tuning in to SWAT Radio, uh, SWAT uh, stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. We're on every day from three to four Eastern Time. Uh, we broadcast here locally in Jacksonville, St. Augustine, Florida, Folkestone, Georgia, on the Truth. We're on WMOX at ten ten a.m. in Meridian. We're also on thirteen ninety WMER in Meridian, and we're on the Lighthouse WPMH up in Virginia Chesapeake Bay area. Uh, up there in the Portsmouth area on 100.1 FM and 96.9 FM. And, you know, the first segment, a lot of times, we will talk about things going on in the world. And I, yesterday I was talking with David Gray, who was in uh, sitting where you were today, uh, about all the bombardment with um, the homosexuality, uh, you know, the LGBTQI, all the different, uh, consonants that come after that, I think it's now LGBTQIA plus is what the White House kept saying yesterday. In fact, yesterday mm-hmm. they uh, they signed the Respect for Marriage Act, which is really uh, the the, the, it's the destruction of marriage act, uh, uh, basically according to God's definition of marriage. And what was interesting is I don't know if you saw it; they had a big ceremony at the White House. And in that ceremony, they had Chuck Schumer, uh, Nancy Pelosi, the president. And by the way, a lot of these people 30 years ago voted for the Defense of Marriage Act in 1993 when Bill Clinton was president and put that in. And basically, the Defense of Marriage Act was a good thing. Uh, And these people all voted for that, but they did not want to bring that up yesterday while they were up there because yesterday was all about uh, the symbols. It was all, they codified same sex marriage yesterday, which is really uh, disrespectful to the God of the universe who's who said, I created them male and female. And that when a man joins a woman, he becomes one um, and nowhere in scripture is there any affirmation of homosexuality or lesbianism? In fact, in Romans chapter 1, Romans chapter 1, it is an outright uh, claim of scripture that when you suppress the knowledge of God, God turns you over to that lifestyle as judgment. It is a judgment. So I, I, it's really sad to me that there was this big celebration and everybody is saying it, and and Craig, I think we continue to move on down the downward spiral culturally in our country, and as believers, we're going to be pushed even more and more to the fringe, and we're going to be seen as uh, extremists, as bigots, as people who aren't loving, not because we mistreat people like that, because we don't affirm that as a value We believe in or that the bible teaches and it's going to be really some interesting times these next few years to see what happens as a result of this because already we're seeing christians um, kind of vilified right right now Mm -hmm. and um do do they talk about this stuff down in guatemala at all is this on the radar at all are they just
0: not in any of the places that we went um you know, so that you know, it's kind of fortunate that that not something that come up. We can really focus on on Jesus and and what really changes life changing abilities.
1: Yeah, what know? what what a what a concept, right? <laughs> well, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, I don't look at American Girl. That appearance apparently is some a big publication, uh, but um, American Girl is a doll maker, right? Uh, and they put a Smart Girls Guide Body Image book. And it tells children that struggle with body image to ask their doctors for puberty blocking medication, and encourages young girls to seek transgender support without parental consent. That, I mean, just I think, just think about that for a second. You
0: know, having had children, that just you know, I think it's 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 an example of more and more the state taking away parental responsibility from the parents. I mean, that's you know, that's that's my role as a parent. Yeah. You know, to be able to work with my child and walk through things until they're, you know, as we were talking earlier, until we were an adult. Mm-hmm. You know, and being able to go around and usurp that, it just, uh, it is violation of the family that God intended us to be.
1: Well, do you know why the doll maker's doing this? It, it is not necessarily because they care about these values. You know what they care about? Money. It mm. is all driven by money as customers reject traditional American values, which were biblically Judeo-Christian values, right, Mm -hmm. Um, they want to be profitable. And so they're normalizing the LGBTQIA plus agenda and behavior in our children. And now they're showing ads on television of men kissing, women kissing that – I don't, I don't want my kids seeing that as normal. That is not. It's still not normal. It will never be normal uh, because my normal is defined by the truth of God's word. Uh, right. That 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 yeah. is what we as followers of Christ ought to hold up as normal. It doesn't mean we hate these people, but we don't um, retract back into putting our head in the sand and acting like, god's word isn't valid for the culture we live in
0: that's right that's right i actually was thinking as you were talking about the new bill that just got signed that it was it was misnamed because it really isn't a marriage from a bible standpoint it's a marriage is a man and a woman this is really sort of a legal partnership contract of two adults
1: that's exactly right but we're being told now (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah,
0: they, they, uh, they name it something to make it convenient for them.
1: Well, what's, what's uh, interesting about our text this week is we're in Acts nineteen, twenty-one through 41, and Paul was catching flack because he was in the culture saying that God's made with hands are not gods at all. The silver makers were losing business. They were upset, so they started vilifying Paul and his companions. And nothing's really changed, Craig, in 2,000 years.
0: Isn't that, isn't that incredible? I mean, that's that's one of the things that uh, makes God's word so valuable is that you read it and you realize this is the same thing has been happening for centuries.
1: You it know? is. It's exactly the same. Nothing has uh, changed if we proclaim god's word in a world that is temporarily under the leadership of the of the prince of darkness mm-hmm. instead of the prince of peace yes the prince of peace came he came he showed us what it looked like to walk 24/7 under the leadership of the spirit and then he left and said i'm coming back until i do go make disciples go spread my word go be my witnesses and that's what we're called to do we're not called to to you know uh, physically overthrow the governments we're in we exist within those governments as witnesses of the one true living God and the U.S. government can't change God's definition of marriage it can't change God's definition of a man and woman it can't change God's word uh, because God's word has withstood the test that's of time. right it really has and that's it's exactly
0: right that's right. yeah, exactly right it, yeah. the governments are going to come and go
1: yeah and they will but and god's
0: word will last forever
1: and if you want to be on the right side of history you want to be standing with jesus and the word of god amen uh, hey when we come back we're going to get into the the final part of acts 19 and uh, if you get a bible nearby or you're not driving or whatever turn to acts 19 Verses 21 through 41, that's what we're going to be looking at when we come back on after
2: our first break on SWAT Radio. Stay with us. We'll be right back. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. Sign at www.astore.com. Angels we have heard on high Sweetly singing o'er the plains And the mountains in reply Echoing their joyous we have heard on high, singing sweetly through the night, and the mountains did reply, echoing their brave delight. Oh, 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 oh.
1: Welcome back to SWAT Radio. That was Pentatonix. Man, and Pentatonix is in town tonight at ViStar Arena. I will be there with my wife and kids. I am so excited. ViStar Arena, Pentatonix. Uh, I love the harmony they have. They are a very, very talented uh, group. Um, and they sing a lot of different Christmas songs. And I'm excited because I like music. Um we're we're about to get started into Romans I'm sorry Acts 19 but um I I did uh, see Jeremy scrambling back there by the way Jeremy is our producer and uh, I love Jeremy he does it such a good job and he uh says that uh we got uh, Brad on the phone hey Brad
3: what's up gentlemen how are you um, good man. I, I wasn't sure if I needed to turn to Romans or Acts, but uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, Brad, are you driving back? Or?
3: I am not driving yet, but I've I've been released of my duties today. I've 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 swept out my mother-in-law's uh, garage. I've packed up her her patio furniture. I've got half the car packed up. So uh, I just figured I'm going to take a little break and come listen to two of my best buds here.
1: Well, uh, Craig is sitting in your spot doing a great job. And uh, by the way, for those listening, this is Brad Sykes uh, on the other end—he is up in Chicago. What's the weather like up there, Brad?
3: Well, that's—I uh, had to go fill up with gas a while ago. It was about thirty-eight degrees, raining, and nasty. You know. I pulled up. I've got a. I've got my hat on. I got gloves on. I mean, I look like I'm in the you know, Arctic tundra. Everybody else, is, you see guys in shorts. I'm like, you guys are nuts. No wonder I don't live here.
1: It's uh, 75 degrees here, Brad.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Greg, take him out for a little golf. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh,
1: well, Brad, I don't know. You know, the first segment we were talking about, we got into. Um, the, the ceremony yesterday at the White House and yeah, the, all the, res- the people. The yeah, The
3: Respective Marriage Act? Yeah. You mean the disrespect like, yeah, of marriage yeah. act? Yeah, it,
1: yeah. It, it is really. But but I was just watching. You know what was sad to me is to see all those people celebrating something so repulsive to the Most High God, mm-hmm. not because he's a cosmic killjoy, but because of his design and his purpose and his, mm-hmm. his his design for the family unit, that that the family was the base unit for the faith group in the community, the faith community that would reproduce through the children. And two women can't have children. Two men can't have children. Take away the technology. Put them in the middle of Africa and sub-Saharan Africa in a tribe. They can't have children, right? And so they, they cease to exist. So it is by its very... Um, you know, the, the living out of that lifestyle is is proves that it's not sustainable, right? So,
3: you know, what I found interesting, Doug, during you and I did listen to the first segment. Y'all, y'all are doing a great job. And, you know, what took me, what was interesting is you said how many of these people who voted for this back in, was it 93, I think, when Clinton was in, how many of them voted, you know, were supportive of, you know the traditional marriage, and it, it made me realize, especially in light of, you know, what we were studying last week, and I know what you guys are going to bring out this week, is that, you know, when we elevate anything above the Lord God Almighty, confusion is inevitable. Mm-hmm. And and you know those people who voted one way, you know, 20 years ago, today are voting something different because the truth doesn't matter to them. It's They've elevated position and power and prestige and these things, and, and it's it's thrown them into confusion.
1: Yeah. It, one it, it one of the things I
3: always appreciate is is how you begin the Bible studies with the Shema. You
1: know, yeah.
3: the hero Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. Hmm. And obviously we add Matthew to that. But the the reality is that when we don't put God on the throne where he deserves and make his word our, our, you know, our guiding principles. Uh, confusion is it's it's inevitable.
1: Well, you know, right. people say Brad that God's word doesn't say anything against homosexuality, um, and those people do not read Romans one. They don't read First Corinthians six. Right. I mean, uh, that the, even even I think it's uh, I believe it's in Jude maybe where it talks about Sodom and Gomorrah you know um that they were wiped out because of sexual immorality and listen it's not just homosexuality uh you know when you have illicit sexual perversion no matter what it is outside of the the marriage that god intended that is the marriage boundary is the train track god created for human relationship between a man and woman and, and when you go outside of that, whether it's living together which a lot of people in our country are doing, that's outside of God's design. there's no commitment there's no there's no commitment to one another they're not one flesh uh it, you know they just it's an arrangement uh, like you were saying earlier well, Craig so
3: doesn't doesn't Leviticus deal with that don't have sexual relations with a man as one does with a woman in yeah. fact it says that is detestable.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, mm-hmm. you know, we
3: know we know because we know the Word, but the Word is full of issues that deal with us. And it's not that we don't love these people. We absolutely love these people. Mm-hmm. But if we love them, we've got to share the truth with them, you know, we, despite what the outcome is going to be.
1: We know John wrote to the churches of Asia, which Ephesus was one of them, in First John 5. He says, this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. Everyone who's been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. You know, who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? If Jesus is your king, you're not going to pursue that lifestyle or any lifestyle that goes against God's word as a pattern of your life. It doesn't mean you're not going to make mistakes and fall back into temptation sometimes and struggle with some areas, but it just means that your direction is mm-hmm. if you're his, he's your King, then you, you want to obey him. You want to mm-hmm. obey him, Brad. And I, I'm Brad. I'm so thankful for guys like you and Craig that are a part of David Gray and others that, um, uh, uh, in fact, Brian Andrews going to be on tomorrow with, uh, Uh, David gray to do what y'all norm or not tomorrow, but Friday to do what y'all normally do on Friday. So uh, I pray you have a a good trip, Brad. We miss you and um, be safe driving. And uh, hopefully we'll see you next week sometime. All right.
3: You got it. You got Mm -hmm. it. All right, guys, I appreciate it. Craig, keep up the good work. Hey,
1: thanks for calling in, Brad. (laughs) Um, You know, uh, Craig getting to this text in Acts 19, uh, just to set the background again, Paul has been preaching. The people of Ephesus are turning from their idols. They're not buying the little shrines that Demetrius and his his uh, silversmiths made. And what happens is a riot in, is it basically started by Demetrius saying, hey, these guys are taking all our money. Thousands of people sweep up into the Colosseum, and they're looking to to do something bad to the Christ followers. And I want to pick it up in verse 35 and have you read 35 through 41. And just remind our listeners, Monday we talked about how the word of the Lord, from verse 20, this is a key verse to this whole chapter, the word of the Lord increased and prevailed mightily and the word of the lord is synonymous with the gospel and we saw monday in the first few verses that the word of the lord triumphs over false religion the goddess diana artemis she was the same that was the same one it god's word triumphed over that people were turning from that yesterday uh, me and david talked about how god's word triumphs over false worship these people were worshiping falsely um and and god's word uh we saw doesn't bring confusion like that did it said they were confused why because they were false worship but god's word brings wisdom well today we're going to see how god's word triumphs over false witnesses these false people brought false charges against paul and his companions and god's word lived out doesn't bring darkness like they try to bring but it brings light and so i want you to read verses 35 through 41 and we're going to come back and, and look at each one of these real quick
0: Okay. okay, starting with verse 35. It says, When the town clerk had quieted the crowd, he said, Men of Ephesus, who is there who does not know that the city the Ephes- of the Ephesians is the temple keeper of the great Artemis and of the sacred stone that fell from the sky? Seeing then that these things cannot be denied, you ought to be quiet and do nothing rash. For you have brought these men here. Who are nothing, are neither sacrilegious or blameless of the go, of our goddess. If therefore Demetrius and the craftsmen with him have a complaint against anyone, the courts are open and there are proconsuls. Let them bring charges against one another. But if you seek anything further, it should it shall be settled in the regular assembly, for we have we are really are in danger of being charged with rioting today, since there is no cause that you can give to justify this commotion. And when he had said these things, he dismissed the assembly.
1: That is the word of the Lord. And here's what's interesting about that. He says there's no cause, and we're in danger of being charged with rioting. Who's going to charge them? Well, Rome.
0: Yeah, it's Romans.
1: The the town clerk was more a politician. He was more of a liaison to Rome for the city. And so uh, Ephesus was a free state under Roman rule. So that meant they kind of governed themselves as long as everything went good. If they had a problem and couldn't control it and Rome had to come in, they would institute martial law in the city. And he's saying, guys, we, we can't do this writing thing. And so, when we come back, I want us to see how again God intervenes for Paul. We saw him do it um, back in Acts 18 when Gallio stepped in and said, "Hey, this is this is not a bad thing. What they're doing, they're not a abhorrent a, 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 a religion. They're a part of Judaism." And we'll we'll talk about that when we come back. Uh, you're listening to SWAT Radio. We're going to take a short break for the news on the half hour. And um, it's Doug McCary of His Light Ministries in here with SWAT Radio today with my good friend Craig Henderson. And uh, just stay tuned. We'll be right back after this news break. Come, all ye faithful! That is again Pentatonics. I'm so excited to hear them tonight because they do such a good job. And you know, they're uh, they're not all believers. In fact, there may be one believer in the group. If if I, I think one, there's one, there's two professing believers that I know of. There, uh, but the thing is, they're very talented. And what I love is God uses people that have His image. On them because every human has the image, they're image bearers of God. Amen. That's so why we respect all life. Um, and they have gifts and talents, and God uses them to proclaim. There's a lot of people that listen to pentatonics that aren't going to listen to Casting Crowns or Mercy Me, but they'll listen to Pentatonix. and they'll listen to the Christmas and they listen to that. Come, let us adore Him, our King you know yeah those words go through their head and maybe people that hear that will be people who are whose names written in the book of life and that's how god uses it hey if he can use a donkey to speak he can use anybody right i mean that's very uh, true that's right anybody so they getting back to um by the way uh prayers go out for meridian mississippi right now i just got a a text from uh our affiliates there that said they had to cut to weather because they've got tornadoes in the area there's a oh, big frontal wow. system coming coming through. through and so uh please keep uh those people that are in the midst of the storm in your prayers um that's just terrible tornadoes are an awful thing and uh, uh they're they're apparently having some bad weather there mm. um so uh well we just pray lord for mercy on them hey um we're you know going back to this text you read it um verse 35 craig says that he quite this town clerk that, that when we hear town clerk we think somebody who's more of like a secretary type person or more somebody who just keeps records this guy was the liaison to rome for the city and he interjects by telling people hey who doesn't know how great Artemis is? Artemis was the pre-Greek name for Diana and the temple. It was one of the seven wonders of the world. And he even commented, and the sacred stone that fell from the sky. And that's what started the temple. That's right there was this this meteorite fell from the sky and they began to worship it as a sign from the goddess Diana. And, you know, when I was thinking about that, he he is talking about a sacred stone that that came from heaven, and there was a sacred stone that came the, yeah. the cornerstone, the rock, Jesus yes. in Psalm one eighteen. Absolutely, he's the the stone the builders rejected that became the cornerstone, and he is the rock that fell from heaven, and in in verse thirty six he says. These things can't be denied. You ought to be quiet and don't do anything. So he's basically calming the crowd. In verse 37, he says, you brought these men here who are neither sacrilegious nor blasphemers. In other words, Paul and his associates conducted himself with respect and good character. And there's a Hebrew term called la basar, besorah labasar, B-E-S-O-R-A-H la basar l-a-b-a-s-a-r and that means basara is good news or good tidings it's mm-hmm. it's good news and Labasar is in the flesh
0: good news in the flesh
1: and god's word lived out mm. is good news in the flesh Amen. when 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 you or i are putting god on display to the world around us by being forgiving by being loving by being uh christ-honoring and god-honoring we're being like paul you know conducting ourselves with respect and good character even though paul was not degrading diana he was lifting up jesus he was lifting up jesus and people were seeing the 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 differences between worshiping the one true living god the creator who died and was resurrected and this temple of diana All they had was a stone that fell that never did anything. I mean, and so they're seeing the difference and they're saying, we don't want that. We want to follow Jesus. And Philippians two, if you go to Philippians two, verse 14 says, do all things without grumbling or disputing that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish uh, in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation. In other words, you're going to shine, it says, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast to the word of life so that in the day of Christ I may be proud that I didn't run in vain or in labor or labor in vain. What he's saying is when you're out there, you're different from the world. You don't respond like the world does. You don't have to tear down to exemplify Christ, right? You lift up Jesus and, and lift up. And even, you know, I, I was thinking, even when we talk about the LGBTQ thing, uh, and, and, and sometimes I'm guilty of this, so I, I'm I'm sorry, uh, even today, Lord, just thinking about it, that instead of tearing down what they're doing, what we need to lift up is that one man married to one, one woman. woman is a God-honoring life uh giving union right
0: god ordained union. a man exactly a, a right.
1: man and a man is not going to create life Mm-mm. but a man and a woman can create life god will bless that union and they will create life and it's a miracle every time a child is born
0: well that, that's a great point that it really is the only union that creates life out of it yes yes you know, it brings life.
1: There, there is no life from a man and a man. There is no life from possible. a woman and a woman. And and it's like Paul saying, you know what? Idols made with hands. I mean, are not. They can't be a god. A god is supposed to be transcendent. If if man makes the god, yeah. he's not transcendent. It's, yeah, and you it
0: know. Is, I mean, it's like it goes beyond whether whether there's pleasure, personal pleasure involved. It really is what you're what you're doing for God and to the future of humanity. Yes. You know?
1: And, you know, notice that what happens in verse 39, he says, listen, if something's wrong, if somebody's been done wrong, then let's go to the theater and do it in an orderly, legal way. You bring charges, but we don't live by mob rule. This is what, you know, this town clerk is saying. And it really does remind me of Gallio when they try, you know, back in chapter 18, um, you know, when. Uh, they were trying to say, you know, when Paul was in Corinth, they made this attack on him um, because Paul was testifying uh, to the Jews that Jesus was the Christ, and all of a sudden, people began to bring charges, and they said, and Gallio, who was a proconsul, said, "Hey, you know what? Uh, if this is this is not a bad offshoot, this is something recognized." And he put his stamp of approval on Christianity, the way, at that point. And so um, this town clerk has no choice but to validate Paul and say, hey, he's not doing anything wrong. Um, But if you think he's done something wrong, then bring charges. And let's look at it in a court of law. The danger of writing without a cause, he said, is it's going to cause Rome to come in here. And so he dismissed the whole assembly and said, we're done with this. And I love that, because who was directing the town clerk, by the way? God the Father. God
0: was. Yeah. Yeah. God was leading him.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, listen, when we're out in the world, we may have people bring false charges against us. And this is the whole issue of triumphing over a false witness. God's word, his word lived out, brings light. And that light, even if people try to kill you for spreading that word... They may be successful in killing you unjustly, but that fertilizes the ground with the blood of the martyrs. And and throughout history, it still shines. It doesn't stop it. That's the whole point is that God's word lived out always brings light. It shines like a, a big spotlight on Jesus Christ that, you know what, they died. If you look at martyrs throughout history, they willingly laid down their life. They weren't fighting to protect their life. They said they died proclaiming Jesus as their king. They wouldn't renounce their allegiance to him. And and I think that's a strong testimony, right, of God's word triumphing over fear of of these false witnesses. And that's what happens a lot of times. People are afraid, and if they're not true believers, they're going to, Resort to whatever. I, I remember there was one story of some guys who were held in a Muslim country, and they were asked to deny Jesus, and they did. People didn't did it, and they killed them anyway. Mm-hmm. Now, do you want to die mm-hmm. denying your Master? Oh gosh, or die standing with Him? I I want to die standing with Him.
0: Amen. Well, it you speaks know. so much more to like what we do speaks so much more greater to our culture than what we say, mm-hmm. you know, and how we live our lives. And just what you were saying is that, you know, Paul and they were, they, the guy found nothing wrong. They were blameless. And so it's a, a matter of how we walk, how we walk and how we reflect Jesus and who we are every day. Yeah, It makes a difference.
1: Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you won't be persecuted. You won't right. have problems. You may not, you may go to jail. Um, I've experienced some small, Little bitty things like that in other countries, nothing to nowhere near what Paul went through. And yet, if you walk out the word in your life, God's word will triumph over these false witnesses. And and we can rest in that. So he triumphs over false religion, over false worship and false witnesses. And when we come back, you're welcome to call in and weigh in on any of these things and if we don't get any calls, Craig, I want to share from Psalm 77. I love that psalm. It's a great way to end this week. Yeah. Um, and it's about in the day of trouble, crying out to the Lord. It's just a beautiful psalm, and I, I want to share that with our listeners. But if you want to call, you can call one 777 7928 That's one 777 7928 or one eight four four seven seven seven, 7 SWAT and uh, we'd be happy to take your calls our producer Jeremy will take your calls and he'll be happy to reach you reach in here and also if you're at home and you don't want to be on the air uh, you can send a question or comment to ask ask at SWAT that's ask at SWAT we'll be right back
2: with our last segment on SWAT radio.
1: Pentatonics it, is so good they're they're here tonight all three of our songs coming in uh jeremy were all pentatonics. well done isn't that cool well done yeah so i love that that song that's one of my favorite christmas songs too mary did you know um that uh your baby boy mm. uh would do what he's gonna do you know and the angel came to mary and you know mary knew that that things would happen, but I don't know that she had any idea that she would really be birthing God, you know, uh, in the same way that the disciples didn't know they they knew Jesus was Messiah. What they didn't know is he was God. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, um,
0: and Mary was faithful to the call to the angel.
1: Yes, yeah, she was. She was. Um, so, you know, I wanted to go to Psalm 77, Craig, as we finish up. And, by the way, you're welcome to call 844-777-SWAT, 844-777-SWAT. Um, and, and anything we've talked about, you're welcome to call in and, and ask a question or chat or tell us your thoughts, whatever. Um, uh, psalm 77 says it's a, a psalm. Um, It's to the choir master, according to Jedethon, a psalm of Asaph, who was one of the singers. He was one of the psalmist who sang praises to God. He says, I cry aloud to God, aloud to God, and he will hear me. In the day of my trouble, I seek the Lord. In the night, my hand is stretched out without wearying. My soul refuses to be comforted. When I remember God, I moan. When I meditate, my spirit faints. You hold my eyelids open. I'm so troubled that I cannot speak. Have you ever had moments like that, Craig, where you're literally so troubled you can't even verbalize?
0: Yeah, I have, actually. I mean, I think about think about situations, you know, like at the passing of, like, a dear friend suddenly. Mm-hmm. And I'm just – I'm you get me to be without words just at the, at the whole – Despair, you know, I don't know, confusion, shock, kind of things. Yeah, um, it just it, it just overwhelms. Hurts. You. It yeah. overwhelms.
1: You can't talk. Well, yeah. that's where he is. He says, "I consider the days of old, the years long ago." I said, "Let me remember my song in the night." He's wanting to go back to mm-hmm. the time where he was singing, because you can't sing with a heavy heart, really.
0: No, you can't. And you
1: can't. he goes, "Then my spirit made a diligent search. Will the Lord spurn me?" forever and never again be favorable has his steadfast love ever ceased are his promises at an end for all time has god forgotten to be gracious has he in anger shut up his compassion just that series of questions we all struggle sometimes to feel that has god abandoned me right or is he asleep in the boat you know i mean like we we go is, to that place is he
0: not hearing my prayers yeah. for despair yeah know? yeah
1: And in verse 10, then I said, I will appeal to this, to the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the deeds of the Lord, Yahweh. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. I will ponder all your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. Your way, O God, is holy. What God is great like our God. You are the God who works wonders. You have made known your might among the people. You, with your arm, redeemed your people, the children of Jacob and Joseph. When the waters saw you, O God, when they saw you, they were afraid. Indeed, the deep trembled. The clouds poured out water. The skies gave forth thunder. Your arrows flashed on every side. The crash of your thunder was in the whirlwind. Your lightnings lighted up the world. The earth trembled and shook. Your way was through the sea. the sea, Craig was always uh, uh, it was a symbol or a metaphor for chaos for the people of God mm. and and when the people of God left Egypt and they were trapped between Pharaoh's army and the sea, yeah it was chaos in their mind death and they didn't know what to do. And what does he say here? Your way was through the sea. Your path was through the great waters. Why? Because he parted them. Yeah. And it says, yet your footprints were unseen. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. He's reminding them, do you know who I am? Do you know what I've done? Don't think I've forgotten you. And I don't know what you may be dealing with this holiday season. But let me encourage you that God's word triumphs over everything. There is nothing that God cannot do. He may not do what you want him to do, but you can rest assured that he doesn't let you go through anything for just the sake of you going through it. Everything is preparing you, and it's giving you an opportunity to testify of your faith in the great, one, true, living God. And as I look back over my life, there's been many moments that I get frustrated that I look at my circumstances and I go, why, God? Why? Just like this psalmist did. But when I think about what he's done and how he's worked and his deliverance from me, you know, for the children of Israel, their great uh, metaphor that God always took them back to was the the delivery out of Egypt for you and me you know what it is it's the cross
0: that's right it is
1: and when we get upset at our life circumstances we need to go to the cross and remember that while we were yet sinners Christ, he died died for for us us. he died for me and you because of his love for us and because he first loved us we can love him and others And that's why when we say the Shema, like Brad said earlier, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and strength and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Really, it should be translated love your neighbor because he is like you. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: He is like you. So when people mistreat you over the holidays, be reminded that sometimes hurt people hurt people. And we can be a light. We can live out that light in the darkness, and we can be the good news in the flesh, the basura labasar out there. And I hope that um, that's encouraging to you. It encourages me. You know, Craig. I don't know about you, but it well, really encourages me. I
0: love me. how in this in this psalm he starts and, and brings us to a point where he talks about his own despair, and, and I think about it, the times when um, you know when I've been in just you know utter. De- depression despair mm-hmm. and, and the reminder where he goes through that that section there in the middle about does he not all is he not always there is he not the most high you know and taking care of us even when we don't see it is mm-hmm. such a powerful reality mm-hmm. as believers that um, even when we can't see what's going to happen mm-hmm. trust him trust him because he will take us through uh, whatever it is that we're going through and it's a it's a i love that verse that i mean that whole psalm it's a great reminder thank you for reading that doug
1: it, it is it is a beautiful psalm and um i'm just very very grateful for god's word his his word is a uh it's a light to my path <laughs> well, and we're never
0: we're never alone no yeah. matter what our circumstances you know how, how we're feeling what's going on with us at christmas time or any time that that christ is always there with us to walk with us and walk us through whatever it is um and being faithful to that and walking through with that you know is in the end christ takes care of us
1: yeah he does he takes care of us and you know um w- w- listen tomorrow uh we're going to have i'm going to have uh two or three guys who are SWAT brothers who went on this israel trip uh last week i had some guys call in uh tomorrow i'm gonna have some guys that are just businessmen but who come to swat and they went on this israel trip and they all said it was life-changing for them and i'm just going to be sharing with uh them uh and asking them to share their experience uh, of being on that trip and again uh next year we're we're going to be taking a group now i know it's a year in advance but it's november 20th through december 5th and it is a um very different kind of Israel trip. Um, it is a a trip. Oh, oh. <laughs> you all right, Craig? <laughs> Sorry, uh, that's all right. Well, uh, we uh, it's a very different kind of trip. It's a it's it's a text driven trip. It's not a, a site driven trip. In other words, the whole goal of the trip is for you to experience God's land over there that He gave to His people and the place where his son walked, to walk where Jesus walked, but also to walk like Jesus walked when he called his disciples. And so the whole trip is from the perspective of a disciple following a rabbi, because Jesus was their rabbi for them. He said, follow me, and they followed him as a rabbi. And so uh, I try to bring that perspective out and uh everybody that went said it was really um just a great trip for them and they really uh it made them hungry for the word which is the goal uh and i hope that uh that if you have a desire to go over there you can email me at doug at swatradio.com that's d-o-u-g at swatradio.com and just put in the subject line israel trip info i will respond back uh about the dates and uh, the cost we don't know yet we're still getting pricing on that for next year because it changes but uh, it is around four to five thousand dollars depending upon your class of air service going whether your coach or comfort or whatever so uh again that's our israel trip uh 2023 and uh craig our time has come to an end and uh, i really appreciate you uh you being here today, and I appreciate you being part of SWAT and, and being a teacher at SWAT. It's so good to have you. I'm glad your trip to Guatemala went well. Any final thoughts before we go?
0: Um, no, I mean, I think as we're, as we're in this season, you know, we, we think about so many so many things and so many opportunities to give. I mean, I just think that uh, really let God pray pray about it let God place in your heart where you want to support ministries, needs, because uh, they are clearly in this world and this is a great opportunity here.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, hey, thank you, folks, for listening. Again, you can listen to this or any past program by going to www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. You can get in touch with us at SWAT Radio Talk on Facebook and Twitter. We'll be back tomorrow. Join us for my guest from Israel on SWAT Radio.
2: If you missed a SWAT Radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety,